Hello, welcome back to another episode two of Aussies with Stories. Um, great response last week with my first episode with Jai. Uh, actually, overwhelmingly great response. I wasn't expecting anyone to even listen to all of it. But some people did and they said it was pretty good. And we actually had someone listening in Argentina and someone listening in the Philippines. So we're going global. Episode two, I'm here with my, obviously, second guest and my brother, Max, who is known on the streets as Soxy, is here with me today. How are you, Soxy? Good, thanks. Good to be here. <laughs> Big fan of the show. Yeah. Join the club, brother. Uh, first thing, for all our listeners, obviously I know, because I know everything, um, why is your nickname Soxy when it's got nothing to do with Max or Dyson? Mm. <laughs> straight into it uh, Well this is I guess you get to Straighten the deep end And open up Yeah um, When I was I, I apologise to Lexi If she ever listens Probably not Which is your partner My partner yeah uh, So long term partner When I was 18 19 um, So If Lexi's <laughs> If Lexi's mum's listening 22 Oh well I'm, I'm at that stage where you're like, you kind of try and piss off your mother-in-law, so. <laughs> but, um, so, she's not even know where to go with it. So, basically, I, as a young kid, I'm a little bit lazy, not going to lie, or as, especially when it comes to uh, cleaning up. So, yeah. I, after doing the deed, I would throw the protective device <laughs> What do you think we're talking about? <laughs> anyway, after having sex, I would throw the used condom into my sock drawer. Yeah. Um, in the back of the mind, I'll... I'll Tied in a knot. You're not a pig. No, no. Right. Fucking hygiene. Um, I would throw it in there and think, oh, I'll chuck that in the bin when I get a chance. Anyway, maybe a couple of weeks would roll by and um, maybe forgot about them. My weeks. Weeks. Oh, That's yeah. being polite to you. <laughs> I don't know how long, it's been a while. Um, anyway, one day, I was still living at home at the time, and mum decided she was going to put the washing away, put my sock drawer in, and anyway, she found the the uh, stash, as you'd call it, and <laughs> Roy, our oldest brother, was still on Facebook at the time, and straight, uh, up, straight away um, posted to the world that what mum found was um, all my, all <laughs> mum and dad's, um, Dead grandkids <laughs> in in my sock drawer from there, um, and some people don't know this because they were there for so long. There was mm. some of them started they were like little fetuses in little bags. <laughs> I didn't name them just because I knew I had to throw them out eventually. <laughs> but there, yeah, and then um, kicked off at the footy club, and now it's kind of kicked on since then. But the funny thing is, um, <laughs> I kind of I wear. Funny sock, not like long socks, yeah, just yeah. to keep pairs. And so all the young kids at the footy club think that that's why it's socksy because I have um, un- unusual, colourful socks. Because you're one of those cool thirty-year-olds that wears funky socks. <laughs> I only need to get them, otherwise I lose the pairs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So mum opens the drawer and finds probably four hundred, five hundred used condoms. I only got osteitis pubis back there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, actually, a confession I've got to make is they weren't all yours. Sometimes, this is, I was younger, Max is uh, three years older than me, and you're like, actually, no, I probably would have been. But I was just wanking into condoms and just chucking them into yours as well. I actually would not fucking <laughs> yeah. put, that, put that past you. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I didn't do that. Oh, good. All right, well, as you know, I've had a very um, crazy couple of weeks with... My five-year-old French bulldog, Ralph, um, two weeks ago, two Saturdays ago. Um, and this is this is before all that those lockdown rules. So we're allowed to um, go to mum and dad's. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, we went there semi-legally. Um, anyway, so I took Ralph up with me, my dog, and then we had a barbecue, obviously, as any Australian person does. It was mum's birthday. And... Um, Anyway, Ralph got fed too much bad food and like just sausages, just all that stuff that for a normal dog, fine, but for a, 
a French bulldog that's been bred to look a certain way so that can be in some Asian's apartment. On Instagram. <laughs> On Instagram, yeah. Um, and I wake, went to sleep that night, wake up and got told by a other brother, Jack, we're, we're two or five, by the way, for those listening. So good name for a band if we ever, if we ever start one. We can call it two or five. Two or five? Can't sing. It's <laughs> all good. Um, yeah, so I wake up and our other brother Jack told me that Ralph's got like some some red thing on his ass. Anyway, he ended up having a, an anal prolapse, which is when his intestines literally come out of the end of him. So hungover, um, drive all the way to an emergency vet into Kensington, which for our Argentinian listeners, that's about an hour away from where I was. <laughs> what a yeah. Um, yeah, so he had this operation where they pretty much just like put him um, under, get the swelling down, push his guts back inside of his ass. He looked like, he looked like a hot dog. <laughs> I wouldn't eat it though. Nah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, get, I'm getting to that. So they do that. They push it back in. There's like this operation to say, um, yeah, it might work. There's like a fifty percent chance that it won't happen again. Otherwise, we have to do this further operation. Put it back in. Um, they sew sew up his his behind, and then um, all this happened. Medication, and then I get up on Friday morning, and it's happened again. So heart drops, goes in, has another surgery. Ralph, which now the total of this last um, two weeks is up to over five grand because vets they just see you coming and they know that you love your dog and they just fucking they just rip you off pretty much. Ben over. But the whole point of this story is they said that when their, in, their large intestine is coming out of their ass, one thing that dogs do is, because it's just blood and they, they, they don't think, they can chew on it. So this leads me into my next question. Right? Yeah. Segway. So you think dogs are stupid because mm-hmm. they're, they're going to eat their fucking insides that are actually out. Mm. If... You could suck your own dick, but the doctor said, if you do that, there's a chance that you might die. How long would you last? I could forever. Oh, you just wanted to suck your own dick? No. Nah. No. Yeah. What about you? Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a week. Have a party. Say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone could watch it. It'll be a thing. I could do it for the podcast. Mm. Doesn't it hurt the dog though? To chew on their own insides? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe there's no, um, like... Nerves in them. Ner- yeah. Mm, no vet, but... Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for our vet listeners, mm. um, if, do they have nerves in their large intestine? Do we? Don't know. I can't feel them at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you get a crook guts, what's that like? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but then what they had to do is stow his, um, sew his colon to his abdominal. So when he pushes, it doesn't come out again. Mm. And I guarantee you, it fucking will. But anyway, that's just something I had to get off my chest. Um, and I know we've got a lot of listeners that love animals and vets and sucking themselves off. So that's for you guys. Tick, tick, tick. All right, but enough about me, enough about Ralph. Um, let's just get straight into you. You're the guests. Um, what is your earliest childhood memory? Mm, earliest I guess there's memories and you kind of remember the whole thing, but then you're trying to work out wow, like what was the earliest? So you talk about like holidays or yeah, we just go down the beach. But you think about like one specific time. Um, I reckon I was probably prep, and I'll probably remember things early, but this one kind of sticks in my mind. I was got like Lion King was all the rage at the time. Got the uh, stuffed Simba, stuffed toy Simba. Yeah. Anyway, got a lunch order at school. I think I was prep. And I don't know what I've done, but I've somehow got the hot dog sauce all in his little, like, mane, his little baby mane there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, prep me, just chopped it straight off because I thought the sauce had wrecked it. And, that, <laughs> and then I got home, mum told me that could have just washed it and I, just, I remember just being absolutely yeah. devastated. And that's, that, I don't have no idea why it's stuck in my head. Using real scissors back Back in the day. I think that was the, uh, the old crinkle cut one. Yeah. 
we'd have to cream cut to get through a paper yeah. lane. But then, funny stories. Of why do you reckon you? Why do you reckon you remember that? Just because it was like the first proper feeling of. Well, I still have the teddy. Oh. <laughs> so my my little boy, it's his teddy now. So I guess that maybe that triggers something. But yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't know why. I, yeah, it's that's stuck in, but that's a weird connection somewhere. That when you ask me that, that's the earliest thing. But I, I remember, like. I, I can't even remember going to kinder, so I don't know. Yeah, like, I can't really remember either. I remember the kinder, but I don't. I can't remember like physically going. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Don't know. I think that's probably probably the earliest I can remember. But yeah. Well, something traumatic probably happened at kinder, so you've just suppressed it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We'll <laughs> <laughs> never know. What about your most embarrassing memory? Oh. Other than mum finding fetuses in a bag, yeah, in a tub I, drawer. yeah. I, I was, uh, I was a really shy kid, um, kind of bit chubby and the, the typical. I was a middle child, so I was kind of just, I reckon, I tucked away there somewhere. <laughs> and yeah. um, grade six, uh, small school, small primary school, and it was a big thing. You'd get to give them a shout out. Yeah, Wong Don PS. Yeah, they've. Uh, Got me, got me through. Yeah. <laughs> um, so went to Canberra. It was like the big grade six camp. You know, yeah. you went away for the whole week. You packed a whole week, whole week. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, you bus ride the whole way up. So that took up a day, a day yeah. back, and then. Yeah. Anyway, so mum take you out shopping, get all your brand new clothes, and anyway, you'd you'd pack them all. Is in like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Got them all, got them all set. Anyway, Wednesday was the Parliament House, so. Your beauty, I'm gonna. What, what was the rest of it? Like, other than Parliament House, what the fuck do you do in Canberra? Oh, there's like, um, Groove in the Moon. Oh, and that's like <laughs> science. What's the, it's like some playground thing. Yeah. Um, that's literally all I remember. So, <laughs> you stayed there for like two days. All I can remember is the most embarrassing moment. Yeah, it's just so, kind of just yeah. completely taken everything out. But, yeah. So, put on, gets Wednesday, Cam- uh, Parliament House. All right. Let's put on your best clothes. Gonna impress all the other. I'm a little fat kid going to press all the other grade yeah, six girls. This is your big break. Break. Put them all on. Looking grass. Probably a bit of uh, rock, instant rock star gel in the hair. Yeah. Get the fringe Can you up. remember your outfit? Yeah. Okay. And I got like <laughs> these reversible. They were like um, a bit like chinos before the time. Yeah. But they were reversible. So I could wear them black or um, like that tan color. Jesus. Yeah. And then like this um, yellow and blue piping hot like jumper. It yeah. was like brand new. Hadn't even worn it. So get to breakfast. How did you get something brand new? Oh, I'm mum's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was probably bigger than Jack at that time. So, and I'm probably nearly bigger than Roy too. Yeah. I know Roy was a man child. Um, so fully dressed, go into the breakfast. You got like the full school camp breakfast. Everyone's sitting down. Yeah. Anyway. Got the um, scrambled eggs on toast. How many? How many kids? Oh, it's probably like just your school. Yeah, so that's probably like two classes. So maybe like six, fifty, or fifty. I'd say fifty. Yeah, yeah. And um, get my get the pepper onto me salt um, scrambled eggs. Yeah, and bang, too much. Yeah, too much is going on. Like fuck, I'm starving. I'm not gonna waste it. So at this time that the, the like the leading teachers got at the front and they're doing the whole run through of all right today we're going to the Parliament House we're going to do this going to do this make sure you behave blah 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 anyway halfway through the spiel I've, I've had a mouthful of the scrambled eggs and like you know you like breathe in and the pep- <laughs> pepper's going straight to the back of my throat anyway I'm just coughing fit <clears throat> but then trying to hold the coughing fit in because I didn't want everyone to look at me I was like yeah. this shy embarrassed kid I'm like don't look at me don't look at me so like, just too much cough 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 and then. I was holding in, I've just gone bang, spewed up, spewed up everything I've eaten. Not on the brand new Pablo jumper. All over me, all over, like filled my whole plate up. What colour pants did you choose that day? Oh, I think it was the tan. Jesus. So, Bad move. I know, I was going for the classy look because yeah. I was going to meet um, Fran Bailey. You know, she was like a big member of Parliament at the time, apparently. <laughs> I don't remember her. Yeah. I spewed all over myself. So every single person looked at me and I'm just like fucking bright red for kind of being shuffled out to go over shower and clean myself up. 
but everyone and everyone thought I was crook. So uh, I came back absolutely starving. All they let me eat uh, was a dry piece of toast. Jesus. So and then somehow I don't know, not to my face, or like I wasn't called Spewy Boy or something. So that was that was a bonus. <laughs> but yeah, I just think back to that moment. I thought there's there's like just wanted to crawl into a hole and cover cover myself up. But yeah, that was traumatic. Yeah, sounds it. Oh, but then I had to wear. I only had five outfits. Why didn't you just... Oh, you couldn't turn them inside out. So I had to wear... I was going to Parliament House, just wearing me uh, tracksuit pants and probably like a hand, hand-me-down hoodie. <laughs> a footy jumper. <laughs> the old volume one. No, Roy's uh, representative jumper or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're still saying names. People don't know uh, Roy, names. oldest brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Older brother's uh, footy representative jumper. Yeah. yeah. So think about Roy. He played um, representative... <laughs> All right, we're going into that. So you're a shy um, primary school kid, mm. grade six. Yep. Um, usually at the peak of your powers, but not even a brand new piping hot or um, swappable chinos <laughs> could fix. Yep. No. No. There was no – luckily I went to new school next year. Yeah, so that's, just on. that's the next one. So going into high school, what what are you? what's your memories of high school? When you look back at it, do you miss it? Do you love it? Mm. What do you remember of high school? I had, um, coming from the small school, going into um, the bigger school, obviously um, went from – luckily I had a couple of kids come from my school, but then I had um, a few friends from footy who – um, obviously didn't go to school, primary school with me, but then I kind of tried to weasel my way into their group because I was more, um, I was, yeah, I was... You're a footy boy. Yeah, I wanted to be a footy boy, but kind of trying to break that yeah. shy boy <laughs> look as well. So, yeah. But then... Uh, You've I'd, gone to a new school, new uniform, new yeah, you. New man. Leave the old <laughs> fucking pepper spewy boy behind. But still the same me underneath, so that yeah, was kind of... It doesn't matter. <laughs> Underneath doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up um, getting three to four really close mates that I kind of we we weren't we kind of broke ourselves away a little bit and then and still really good mates with them now. So that and that became we were yeah the footy boy type yeah um, group that yeah we just had a lot of fun, a lot of shit talking, a lot of just bagging the fuck out of each other every single day, but in good in a good way. And yeah. um, no, I had a good. I had a good, I was happy to get out of there, but I, uh, at the same time I was... Um, wasn't traumatic, wasn't nah, bad. No, 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 I had great fun, yeah. And you kind of go to your little parties with you, share your slab of cougar bourbon. And yeah, <laughs> and I was, days. Yeah, uh, yeah heaps, heaps of fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. so going from into um, high school. Yep. So for those that don't know, Max just, oh, 10.30 this year. Mm-hmm. And from... Leaving school, you've been studying since you left, pretty much. Yeah, um, well, I, yeah, I um, to this day. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm, I'm ready to. So just hang give us a up. just give us a quick little um, spiel of your first. Um, wanted to be a physio when I left school. Did my like you, when you were doing your time, you wanted to be a physio. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be a physio. So, so you studied for that. Studied. Well, you aim for that. Aim for that. Um, got into my, like did a health science degree. at... That was kind of like the Too many parties in year 12, well, it sounds like it. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. I'm known for doing just enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Well, what do you, now that you're a dad, what do you think about, if you went back, would you uh, would you be different? Would you be more, like, focused no. in year 12? No. Yeah, I think it's fucking stupid as well. I, I, because I didn't get a good interscore. Like, I didn't... Um, ATAR, showing your age. Yeah. I... Was devastated. I thought, talk about like a devastating moment. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, and I thought that I was going to get this good end score with it, without putting any work in somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of dirty on myself. Like, why didn't you actually try? Like, I pretended like I tried, but I knew I didn't. Yeah. And then, luckily, through like somehow, found my way into a course which is actually at Vic Uni over in Footscray. Footscray. <laughs> and um, did a year there. But I found uni was um, because it's so much more independent. I yeah. found it so much better that like I could just do what I needed just to do, and and, yeah. and um, I got really good grades my first year, and was able to transfer over to. Still want to be physio at the stage, 
transfer over to La Trobe here in, Bund- in Bundura. Yeah. Did my health science degree, and then I could have done my two-year master's to be a physio. I'm like, Hannah, oh, no, I'm sick of your school. <laughs> famous, famous last words. So I went and worked at um, family business, just doing bits and pieces, really. I don't even know what I was – I had probably two years there where I was just treading water, trying yeah. to work out what I was doing. Early 20s? Yeah, probably like twenty. Yeah, 22, 23. I was just trying to figure everything out. Um, and then started um, getting interested in like the business side of things at the family business and then from there um, got a opportunity to do some work at a um, accounting firm locally and then from there started, while I was actually, before that I should say, uh, while I was working after that two-year break, I decided that I was going to do my MBA, Master of Business. I thought that that's a good overview to get a bit of everything. So I did that and then I um, went to, did some kind of part-time work at a local accounting firm, did my, um, decided that I was going to, that's what I wanted to do. So I did my Master of Accounting and um, that's just about to yeah, wrap up at the moment So and then I'll be done, thank God. And then, so you go from 17-year-old wanting to be physio yep to a 30 year old about to be a qualified accountant yeah 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 so that's the um that's why i look back at my enter score and and atar and i and i think if what i might have had to give up to get what i wanted to i'm sure i I know that now when i'm actually really interested in top topic then there's nothing you can't learn if you put enough time into it yeah um follow your interests yeah and then you it just makes learning easy because you're not learning because the teacher's telling you to learn. You're literally yeah. reading stuff and you're like, oh, I'll be able to use that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it just changes the whole mindset of everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. And on that topic with the ATAR, like you see there's literally like 16, 17, 18-year-olds like, like same as you were, depressed, oh. stressed, yeah. give away fucking – give away the best days of their youth. Oh. Where they could be fingering a girl at the local footy club. I was scared of girls. <laughs> Not yet. So this is a um, so yeah for those if anyone's listening that is going into year eleven, year twelve, or whatever, obviously do your best. But for my own personal experience, I started year twelve also wanted to be a physio. Yeah. <laughs> so that um, shows probably our relationship because I just wanted to be you. Um. And started it and just thought, fuck, this is just too much. Like, you get homework over the Christmas holidays. Who the fuck is going to do homework over the Christmas holidays? Anyway, I did a, did a month, realised that I just wasn't up to it, too far behind, dropped out, started an apprenticeship. Anyway, five years later, I d- decided that I wanted to study psychology online, rang them up and thought, oh, maybe I've got to do like a, a year TAFE course or something because I never finished year 12. I spoke to this guy on the phone who would have been like my age. He's like, I oh, just sent your resume through, sent it through and got approved for the course that mm. day that I would have needed like an 85 ATAR to get in. Yeah. So it's just yeah. fucking load of shit. Then they, they feed, they feed off it. Like as in like the, I mean the school wants to get good results obviously. So that's, and that's fair enough. And it's, it is hard to say to a kid, don't try. Like it's not even, yeah. it's not even don't try. It's don't, just um, don't put your value on this. Yeah. Self-worth. Yeah, yeah, self-worth is – and don't put your own, like, mental mm. health down. Yeah, for this. To try and, and – and most of the time it's – they're not trying to impress themselves. It's kind of like their parents or yeah, someone exactly. like – or. Um, that score is also something their parents can say to mm, the other parents yeah. that fucking – Anywhere yeah. to be like, oh yeah, James got ninety two. I'm the best parent. Yeah, it's like yeah, but he's fucking gonna kill himself in two years. <laughs> Jesus, maybe. Yeah, but every kid's different too because yeah, some kids love it. Yeah, and fucking nerds. And no matter what, you you need to have for certain jobs. You need that piece of paper. Like yeah, you need yeah, to tick true. that box. So yeah, well, that vet that just mm. stung me, or <laughs> yeah, like everything mm. comes from yeah certain people and. At the same yeah. time, you might find your, your passion and find it easy, and yeah, like exactly. It's, it's so it, and, and so as long as they're doing it for themselves, and that's and that's almost impossible to to yeah. know if you are at that age. That's the hardest hardest part. But I think if you, 
I guess if you try your hardest and then still don't kind of achieve what everyone expects of you or you expect of yourself, I guess, yeah, that's that's the hardest part to work yeah. to work out. Yeah. So why why accounting? Like, um, why would anyone want to do accounting? Yeah. Um, you don't even know. No, I don't even know. <laughs> I like I like the idea of even now. Like I like the idea of like this big puzzle type thing. Yeah. And I like so so you get a bunch of numbers and um, you can kind of break it down and make. It's almost like I mean everyone pays tax, but it's not something we learn. So like you can do a few years of practice, and all of a sudden you have this unlimited like it's almost like a cheat cheat code of yeah. these. Um, things that we all need to do. All it's need like to a pay. universal language. Yeah. And then, I mean, every single person pays tax that, well, not everyone, but <laughs> everyone. Not Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but even, I mean, I'm going to talk about him, but someone, that type of practice of using accounting rules to get ahead is exactly yeah. what you should be doing. And exactly. like, yeah. So, and, and that's kind of what, it's within the rules. Words. Yeah, use the rules, and the better you get at. Them. Yeah, like yeah. a fucking a lawyer does the same thing. Any profession does it. Yeah, Just, true. Otherwise, you're not doing your job properly. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if it's accountant? Oh, yeah, you paid an extra two million tax. Oh, but you you look good. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Yeah, or an electrician. It's like if you don't have to clip it, just hurry up and get the job done. Yeah, just make sure you just don't. Yeah, <laughs> kill someone. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on from there. And what we're actually so this took us twenty seven minutes to get to um, to what we're the the basic topic that we're going to discuss mm. is the difference between you and I. You're thirty, yep. um, three kids, house, long term partner. You've been with Lexi since you were you met her on your eighteenth birthday. Yep, eighteenth birthday party. Yeah, had your first daughter Arlo when you were twenty two. No, I was uh, twenty. 24. 24. 24, yeah. Around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, you're yeah. a young kid. Um, you have a family mm. pretty much by, yeah, Hayes one now, close to. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. and the difference between us is someone like me who's 27, um, no kids, no partner, um, no ambition. So, w- w- what is it like for you to? Well, first of all, was there a choice? Like, did you um, sit down with Lexi when you were twenty three, twenty four, and think, "All right, I want to have, I want to have a kid now"? Yeah, we did. Yeah, and yeah. then where did that come from? Um, I guess everything got kind of fast forwarded just by our relationship. As in, like, we were together for five years. So normally that might be yeah, true. six years. That might be you meet someone at twenty eight, and then you're thirty one, thirty or whatever. You know that that time frame. Um, and obviously both love kids, and it was a yeah, it was definitely a, a conversation like, oh, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Because um, I believe there's no kind of perfect time to have a kid. That's no. but if you have, I mean, we're both. Yeah, we we our relationship was ready for that, and that's. That's probably the key for it, and we're like, oh well, let's do this, and we'll kind of work the rest out later. And it, yeah, I, I think it's probably the best thing we've done from there. Kind of everything else came along with it, and that kind of just you, you move from um, stage to stage in your relationship, and that was that was that time. Yeah, yeah. So and for, then, for anyone that's kind of in a position where they're like, oh shit, should we? They they have got a long term partner or a partner mm. or. And they're thinking about it, but they're not sure. Yeah. What would you say to them? Um, I would think, I would say just probably look at the relationship first because you can kind of, I know some people might think it's a bit like, say, they could maybe fix their relationship by having a child. Like, it'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, we can, this will get it. So that's, that's obviously, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. It's, oh, it's hard work. And yeah, um, you go from being two kind of two individuals to becoming a family. It's totally different dynamic yeah. because you're you're all of a sudden sharing a job. I mean, the mother obviously does a lot more, and um, 
need the foundations. Yeah, and and there's and at the same time, if you have a good relationship, you have everything else set up. I mean, I mean, even everything else set up, I don't think that has to be there either. Because can you imagine saying, "Oh, have we got enough money in the bank? Have we got enough whatever?" And and there's no way of knowing how much you need or what you actually need to have set up to do it. So yeah, I'd say if your relationship you think that's ready and solid, then yeah, go for it because you won't regret it. What's been the hardest thing about having kids, being a young dad? Mm, sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you go from um, yeah, eight, nine hours of sleep and and being able to sleep in if you have a late night to being up, and that's probably the hardest part. And then the other is just the responsibility, which comes from kind of questioning yourself, of wondering if you're doing a good job. And yeah. are you giving them the best life that they can have and how they yeah, you kind of even though I believe that they they've kind of got their own little path anyway, then you're just gonna to have to get out of the way. But um yeah, that's that's probably the hardest part of it, the transition between being you to being a dad. Yeah. But I don't even feel like a dad now. Like as in dad. Like I think yeah, our just, dad our dad and I think, oh he's a dad but I just and I'm a dad, but I just feel like the same person except I've got these three really beautiful kids that call me dad. Yeah. What about, um, obviously, especially these days with fucking Instagram and social media, mm. the whole grass is greener on the other side yeah. type of shit. Was there ever times where you thought, fuck, I want to I wanna travel for six months or I wish we could imagine how much money we would have if we didn't have these kids or it's obviously a fucking, for the sake of the podcast, yeah. ask these questions. Yeah, no, no, never, never. I, um, I, I, we kind of had that conversation before we had our, uh, our first daughter and said oh well we do this now we'll have we'll kind of get them away early we'll still be young parents and then we can um still be raising them up and still be pretty young by the time we get to that age of of them being independent and we can maybe do all that stuff later and that's probably you cannot do it either way you can either travel when you're in your early 20s and or up until your whole 20s or you can um kind of do it the other way around and We've yeah decided to do it the other way. So even and then party and stuff. Nah, I mean and Lexi's my partner is great. But there's plenty of trips and stuff that I still go on. That, like I haven't couldn't say I miss out on You're too a cool much. Cool dad. Oh yeah, wear my hat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, there's nothing I missed out on. I've missed out on that I probably wouldn't have went to anyway. So yeah, yeah. I've been I'm lucky in that respect for sure. Yeah, and on the flip side, like that that was your position, mm. and then you pursued yeah because being me i'm 27 yeah and like even when i was in a relationship i did feel that pressure and like that panic of like fuck i want to i want to have i don't want to be an old dad but i want to start doing the maths and i want to fucking um like backpack around europe for six months and i yeah i want to start a business and Mm. this shit and you're looking at it like especially with social media you look at things and like oh fuck everyone's Mm. Everyone's doing everything, <laughs> and you feel like you're trying to do everything, and you end up doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, fuck. And then not until recently, where it's just like, oh fuck, like especially because this is a one thing about speaking to, um, I guess probably more so like just girls that are maybe late twenties, and obviously they've got a, a biological fucking clock <laughs> where they start to panic a little bit and think they're seeing all their best friends from high school, like. Um, kind of going through things and I thought, fuck, maybe I'm going to get left behind. So people live to fucking 140 these days. <laughs> <laughs> like the the ages shifted of when, like there's no, like don't get in a relationship or do something just because mm. of time. No, and that's what I say about when you know it's time for a kid is, yeah, it's when that relationship is solid. Yeah. Regardless of anything else. And even know. then, it's not. Oh, this is solid, and now it's going to be all smooth sailing, either. No, no, it's way harder. <laughs> I think I've said it before. Like, yeah, even though like, I've been with Lexi, my partner, a long time, you kind of go through different relationships with the same person. So you become that. I mean, love struck eighteen year old, and then you go through like the jealousy stage and the yeah, yeah. you know all that early twenty stuff, and then they become like your mature partner and then you kind of go through being parents together and then you um 
I mean, we're still early now as far as our lives go, and we'll go from to being all the way through to being great, like grandparents, hopefully. Um, so that transition through the lot is almost like being with a different person each time. Yeah. And because, and you think back to what you were like when you're 18, you think we're still together. Like we fell in love with each other then, and yeah. we're still here now. So if you look back and yeah, yourself then you, you wouldn't you'd kind of cringe like you, and when a facebook memory comes up yeah yeah <laughs> um so that that's a different aspect of it like that change yeah yeah so yeah we're well, going into the next thing so i've had some some pretty horrific breakups in my day but through those breakups has come like a lot of growth and a lot of fucking um depression and awareness mm. and i always think because like hopefully like it's not a, a trend but sometimes I've needed like a like a heartbreak to kind of like realise like a reset yeah or like kind of be that vulnerable to realise that I'm not mm. um, I don't know I don't know anything pretty much yeah, it's yeah. like a big whack across the face to be like alright yeah. so and that's where you get the awareness and growth from so mm. being in a relationship since you're pretty much 18 where how do you get your awareness or mm. I'd say uh, Lexi Obana is fairly brutally honest <laughs> yeah and she'll tell me if I'm not uh, if I'm that honesty has to come from like a, oh, like and, love yeah. oh, from just, the heart yeah yeah because and, and you can be brutally honest just to control people too yeah it's say not even um, well, not even what Lexi says but say say if you go on like every relationship you're going through a a tough patch or you're fighting about something or in every relationship does it, I think. I've only been in one, but <laughs> I think. And you either fight the other person and try and make them change yeah, or you look at yourself and go, well, I can, I can just kind of see what she's kind of talking about here yeah, and, yeah. And, you've, and, and that's probably the growth. And so I guess it doesn't have to be a complete breakup. Yeah. For uh, in my view, like you don't need a complete breakup to maybe change your attitude or like the way you, the way you're acting, and you think, "Fuck, I'm being a dickhead." Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that changes everything. And then all of a sudden, if you, in my experience, if you take a bit of a back step and kind of see their point of view, then all of a sudden they they soften as well, and then yeah. you can move on and like kind of fight fair in a way. Yeah. Do you reckon those type of fights or arguments have helped with the kids, where you're just like, "Well." Like it would let's just move on and, and work together because we've got these kids to look after. Um, no, I think so. I think it's more like um, the kids, obviously, the main part of our lives, but you still have that relationship that's not involved. Like the kids aren't a determining factor on our relationship, I think. Yeah. As in, I mean, they, they might add to the stress of when you've had a really bad night of sleep and all of a sudden you're a little, yeah, your, yeah, your temper's yeah. like ready to go. But as far as, um, like you, you definitely wouldn't turn and say, oh, all right, just forget about that fight. That's the kids, whenever we're at the kids. So like we, we always make a, like a, um, uh, make sure we kind of make up in front of them in a way. Like, and it's not always easy because you might see, see a, a yelling match in the car, for instance, and then you kind of, You'll move on, and yeah. then you'll make up later. But then the kids will just be like, "Oh, mum, dad, I don't know what they think, but they might think, oh, mum, dad are still angry yeah. at each other.' Or they Maybe. just think, um, they just got over it, and they never spoke mm. about it, yeah. and they just yeah, and that's like, oh, and it all I all think parenting is is just showing them, yeah, in the way you live. So by showing them that we can fight and make up and still love each other, then you can. Kind of show them that it's possible too. Yeah, and, and especially with modern psychology, you get a you get to fuck your kid up some way or the other. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's like as long as you're doing your best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's, it's their own. As I said before, they're their own people anyway. I think, and they just kind of yeah. got to get out the way a little bit. And it's like saying, oh, take the credit for them being the smartest kid in yeah, exactly. grade prep. And you think, oh, I, it's because I read to them every night. Yeah, like, well, it's, it's not your fault when they're addicted to ice. 
in rehab. <laughs> That's because the kids I hang out with at high school. They never listened. <laughs> well, what are your, speaking about that, what's your biggest worries for your, for your kids? Is there anything that like, actually scares you or? Um, you got So you got three kids, Arlo's five? Yeah, I got a, yeah, Arlo's a girl, she's five. We've got um, Miller, who's three, and then, yep. and then Hayes, who's ten months. Yeah. Boy, and um, I think the biggest worry is for Arlo is to like that maybe social media, you know, like the, yeah. that Instagram yeah. type of. Oh, She's already doing TikTok dances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watching YouTube. Yeah. And or well, Milo's three just loves YouTube. Yeah. What's the, his favorite? Um, what's his favorite music video? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because there's a leopard in it. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. But he, so he tells him up. <laughs> He's got a stiffy. <laughs> so he either really loves leopards or he's lined him up. <laughs> yeah, he'll take the iPad into his room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's probably the biggest at the moment. And, and I mean, we grew up in a family, a family of five boys and now I'm getting used to even having a daughter and yeah. getting used to the – she's a really girly girl too, which even at five, and she was going to be that from – from day dot and yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she's still a tomboy as yeah. far as um, she's still tough. Yeah, loves her sport, and yeah. but then she'll come out and change clothes four times yeah. a day. And so she has yeah, makeup and all that. Yeah, so and that's trying to build that resilience in. Um, so and that's the hardest part. Is kind of you can't change what any other kid's going to do. Yeah, but you can kind of try and toughen them up a little bit in yeah. the, in a nice way. Hopefully, yeah, it is tough. Trying to, yeah, but that, I think that's that's definitely the hardest part, and having a girl, and then the boys, I don't know, they, they, I don't, they're not really old enough to kind of, for me to worry. Maybe when they have a car, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they, um, yeah, they, yeah, I have no idea to be honest. We'll see how we go. Yep, find out, yeah. find out the hard way. <laughs> yeah. All right. So to shift the whole conversation, mm. and probably a little bit on the awareness and growth that yep. we have kind of gone with because um, we have these type of discussions a lot. Growing up, we, like, I don't know if I'll lose listeners over this, but both never really dabbled in any drugs other than alcohol mm. and steroids. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a joke. Um, just alcohol pretty much. And what? why do you reckon you never, like, because obviously we're, like drug culture is anywhere it's around if you want to do it mm. like you pretty much have to say no i don't want to do it for yep. it not to happen yeah why was it you never did drugs um throughout like your early 20s i think we're kind or of brain, brainwashed in a way like uh through just we'll, hmm. actually i think it's probably roy our oldest brother be honest, like Roy's getting a good run this yeah, episode. Yeah, he, um, need a little Roy um, <laughs> sound bit. Uh, he was, I guess, he was like the role model. He was always almost like the extra dad. Like, yeah, he was. And because he just would always look down on down on drugs, we just kind of adopted that. Yeah, and we just all of a sudden it became a thing that we just didn't do drugs. Yeah, and we and that was like oh, our family doesn't do drugs, and that was yeah. even. I guess you get in a type of party scene and and the guys are almost like mates and that would would almost hide them yeah. in a way i don't know yeah. why, i don't know why they did that but yeah, like so. almost like they would i don't know like would judge them yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know I would, I, I don't, and probably I don't, like I don't give a shit but like probably were because if we weren't doing it then obviously there's a judgment against drugs and they're doing drugs mm, so yeah sorry boys <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably yeah, we probably were, but even then, like, I didn't judge him personally for no. to this day. Like, I don't, I, it doesn't worry me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, and that would, and that eventually came. Like, you have conversation, but like, I don't give a shit. Like, just yeah, do what you want to do. That's one thing about having four brothers is, like, and it's, it is a good thing, I suppose. But you're not as a normal like a lot of kids would want to impress their group. Whereas mm. we obviously wanted to have friends and didn't want to be like a fucking loser. But at the end of the day, more than anything, we wanted to impress our brothers. 
Like so mm. with the whole drug thing, it was yeah. I I don't care if you just think um yeah a loser, but yeah, I, I got to face. I, Russ, I want to be able to tell. Even like I'd much rather face you and kind of be yeah. embarrassed by you than yeah. go home and and have to yeah. kind of deal with that like that fucking what are you like I'm a, like peer pressure the other way. Yeah, and even like both sides, like like a lot of my good friends. Done drugs or do drugs, and me just doing alcohol has fucked up more than them. So there's not definitely no judgment nah. for that. Yeah, well, it's maybe just I just, need a, maybe I just need a big fat line. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, somehow alcohol is the one that's yeah been legal, given the green light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when then that was the same for me. Just that that, but then there was also a bit of um, like just an addictive personality that I knew that. Like, it's just, it's just an extra addiction that I didn't want to have or yeah. do have. Mm. But anyway, the reason I did bring up drugs and us not doing them is because the start of this year, we... <laughs> the start of this year is that I started doing magic mushrooms and smoking weed and going back to my addictive personality, um, I'm addicted to both now, so... Um, we'll discuss those in more depth because um, there's only 12 minutes to go or 40 minutes to go in this. But, yeah, so Max, no mm. drugs, Riley, mushrooms, weed, alcohol, and sometimes ice. <laughs> in your drink. <laughs> oh, Max, he's a dad. That's a dad joke. Looking after you. Always doing that. Yeah. So let's uh, start. Let's go with some um, cool little questions. Um, what what advice would you give to to little Soxy, little sock, little baby sock? <laughs> uh, probably kind of like uh, my shyness. I'd, I'd I'd say embrace it, and that's embrace something. it. Embrace your shyness. Like I just say, be yourself. Fuck it. You don't yeah. Have, you don't have to be the class clown. Yeah, well, I was never the class class clown, but I would kind of even like early twenties. I was like, "Oh, let's look at public speaking courses." Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, you thought it was like a <laughs> like efficiency. A, yeah, like it was something that I need to work on. And I thought, "Well, fuck, maybe I just I don't need to get myself out there if I don't like it, unnecessar- unnecessarily." So that's probably what I would say to my say. 10-year-old self, just say, be shy. In saying that, that, that push, maybe I wouldn't say anything. I'd just say, just get through it because it's made me who I am today and, like, just just be... And even if you were 10 years less. old and someone, you, went up to that kid and said, I'm you from the future, that kid would just be like, fuck off <laughs> and would never listen to you anyway, so... Yeah, go away. I don't know you, old man. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, would, I would just say... It'll be all right, maybe. Just give me like a pat yeah. on the back or maybe a wink on the way past and yeah. say you'll be so right. It's all good till yeah. 30. After that, I don't know. <laughs> maybe was, well, and then you come from like 50 and be like, fuck. <laughs> Do that public speaking course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that, that's such a, like you learn maybe around late 20s that like you're just not going to change. It's like, all right, this mm. is who I am. Mm. You turn your, what you thought were your weaknesses into your strengths yeah. and be like, fuck it. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, well, I'm I considered like the quiet person, but I, I I'm happy to I'm happy to be by myself for a certain amount of time, yeah. and that's probably a, a positive. And that's like, it's, and people call you quiet, but look how much you've been talking this podcast. No, you can't shut me up. I'm going to yeah. need a soother. <laughs> um, yeah, I, if people that know me don't think I'm quiet. I don't think maybe uh, yeah, they do. Oh, maybe they do. Yeah, we've got we've got a um, group chat about it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Once I'm comfortable, then I'll. I've got plenty to say. It's just kind of bubbling underneath. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the need to talk unless there's something to say, which is Ooh, nice. Yeah, Seneca. Yeah, we're on a podcast, so yeah. <laughs> hopefully, what I've been saying is something worth it listening to. Yeah, hopefully, Tim Ferriss had that. <laughs> Get you one. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Your would you have? Do you have a life philosophy? Mm, life philosophy. Just yeah, be yourself. Um, be yourself. Everyone's taken. <laughs> so it's like quite dickhead. Um, 
life philosophy would be... Fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> like you, I'm trying not to say like the back of a fucking, yeah, yeah. like a quote. A tampon. But like, like Arlo has a t-shirt is like, um, if you can be anything, be kind. Like, yeah, that's nice. Just be nice to people. Like yeah. if you can't do it, be whoever you want to be yeah. as long as it's not making someone else, someone else's life worse. Yeah. So just basically do whatever you want to do and don't yeah. hurt others. You don't know what other people have gone through too. So mm. that's good about being kind. Yeah. That, that person that cut you off in traffic. Yeah. 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 Well, even yesterday when I was at the vet and because of like, I don't want to keep harping about the vet <laughs> thing, but <laughs> I was just waiting for someone to just like do something mean to me so I could just be angry at them. And that's mm. like the first time I felt that for ages and I thought, fuck, I'm that guy that I think about where it's like, you don't know what he's going through. Yeah. It's like I, um, I think I just fucked up when I was driving and yeah. some guy. Um, Probably in phone. No, I, I just, it was just confusing this. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I kind of cut him off, but I didn't actually mean it. And then like, I could tell him he was given like, he was like putting his arm up or whatever. Mm. And in my head, I'm just like, fucking, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> So like, yeah, you just don't know. You know, like someone will cut you off and then they're like really apologetic yeah. and you're like, you just give them a thumbs up. Yeah, like, it's all good, mate. Yeah, they're waiting for you to like spray we all, them. We all make like, mistakes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm, no, I'm in no rush. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in my daughter's shirt. You're I'm all in, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm being kind. Life philosophy. Well, what do you think the best thing about life is? Uh, experience. As in... Oh, nice. Like, there's no... Like it's almost, I've been very lucky that touch wood we haven't had a lot of lows. But without the lows, then you can't really experience the highs. I think of like love my horse racing, and you can't. The winners horse racing, where'd that come from? <laughs> Fifty five minutes in. No, I'm saying there's. What's the point of a winner if you haven't backed a loser? Like if you yeah. got if you got all the. It's all just perspective. What's that book on the uh, that movie where you get every single Lord of the Rings? Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> every single winner, like. It doesn't even become fun anymore. You know, yeah. This is just, we get a lot of money. But like, so that's in life is kind of gamble everything you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's if the the bad needs to be there to enjoy the good. So, mm. and if you have, if you're having a dream, there's a, the old Alan Watts quote, like if you had this, if you could choose, oh, if you could choose your dreams, you would choose exactly what you wanted and then you'd have that dream and anyway, eventually you would look for something unexpected to happen in your dream otherwise because just to be surprised. Yeah, and I think that's what life is. You need those experiences and hopefully you uh, have more good ones than bad ones Mm. along the way. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what was the question again. (laughs) I think I said, um, what's your favourite colour? Yeah, experience. (laughs) Well, this is one for you. Mm. Well, we've we've spoken about brothers a lot, probably droning a little bit. But what's the best thing? What's or what's it like to have four brothers? What's I reckon it's like? probably like the biggest blessing that we have. I have to have um, no cap. <laughs> to have four, and we may be an exception to the rule as far as. Can you give Lockie a shout out? We haven't talked about him yet. yet. Lockie lives yet, right, yet. right close. I'm using his gym every day. Thanks for that. Thanks, um, Lockie. No, nah, Lockie. This one's for you, man. He's kind of, he's got it all sorted out and does everything that we try and do. And yeah. he's just, he's. He just does it. Yeah. And Jack's similar. He just ticks along and he was, yeah. But having literally four best mates that, I mean, we could, you think about like a group of brothers that talk about like a boys trip away there's absolutely no doubt in the world that us five would just go anywhere and be as good as any footy trip that you've been to i mean we've all have similar interests and yeah pretty much similar interests and you get together and um and to have yeah four best mates unconditionally love you and you love them as fucking love you (laughs) (laughs) um even though we're men's men and we don't say love. Yeah, but no. It's gay. Um, <laughs> to have that, that's definitely the biggest positive. And to have it's, – it's one of those things where it's always like giving you a thick skin too, like the amount yeah. of shit that we would give each other, punch on. and um, You would 
Like it, there's not many, there's not much that a stranger could say to yeah. offend you that your brothers haven't already said fifty times. Yeah. And then your brother says it fifty times. I mean, your brother will say it fifty times, and then the stranger says it, and your brother wants to punch him in the head for saying yeah. it. And that's I think that's how good brothers work. And I think yeah. we definitely have that down pat. Yeah, true. Well, um, what's your biggest regret in life? I don't even know. Uh, probably. No, just I know you've got a tattoo that says no regrets <laughs> across your neck, but uh, probably stressing so much through that stressing over bullshit. Yeah. Do you still do that? Yeah, of course. Then stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that's much. a psychology session. Just gone. Eighty bucks, thanks. Well, I don't have any regrets. <laughs> Just sort of Nah I think Just stressing over Minor stuff Yeah And I'm much better now But You get in that Kind of Spiral And you got Think and think and think and Yeah You get in the car And you think and think And think and think And I don't I couldn't tell you Last time I had that So Maybe I'm Sick as Eckhart Tolle quote Which one's that That's If it's If you're not going to Think about it in five months Don't mm. think about it For five minutes Boom <laughs> Yeah, but it's Something like anything like is so easy to say that. And then yeah, like, I know. what the fuck? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why podcasters are just fucking full of shit because yeah. they can say things and then just like completely contradict themselves and no one will know. I haven't had a car up in 24 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm only 30, so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a, that's well, it's basically an a audio form of Instagram. It can yeah. be. You just give your best 60 minutes and then you. Say you haven't okay, it. Go sit in the couch and smoke yeah. weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Not Max, just me. <laughs> All right, well, this is actually very, um, this is probably a pretty full-on question. Mm. I don't want you to get too, too emotional about it. Yes. But when you're driving, right, to anywhere, yep. you're just driving full stop, Yep. and you see a car that's exactly the same as yours, mm. do you feel a connection with that driver to a point where you feel like you have to say, a wave or a hello or like, oh my God, same car. If they have like, no. <laughs> yeah, me either. But if they have a, like a, a, we are big Brisbane Lion fans, if they have a Brisbane Lion number plate, then oh, yeah. oh it's on. Big thumbs up. Just maybe, you know, the little trucky wave. Like just a, yeah. Just the, Bus driver wave, come on. Yeah. It's tip of the hat. Ahoy, ahoy. Yeah. That's, yeah. Pretty much. So, so car, don't give a fuck. Brisbane Lion supporter. Legend. Yeah, cut you off. Oh. All right, well, let's start wrapping it up. So the best way to wrap it up, and this is a Aussies with Stories uh, thing that I'm trademarking, so if any other podcast does this, they've got to pay me. Um, we're going to finish with a joke. Mm. Have you got one? Oh, jokes. <laughs> I've got a joke, but the, the way I tell it will be... That's all right. Yeah. Do your best. So... Don't stress over the little things. I was... There's a, there's a bloke that's... Um, Driving to, well, he's going out for dinner. He's going to the Rudy Rudy Hill RSL. Yeah. Anyway, never been there before, and he's never no GPS, no mailways, nothing. Jesus. So he's. Uh, How to hear about it? Uh, it was his um, sister's birthday. Oh, so he got an invite. His choice. Yeah, Rudy Hill RSL. So he's so he's jumped in the car. He's driving. Got. Gone into the, the town of Rudy Hill, I don't even know where that is. And he's got in the middle yeah. of it, and it's, he, goes, he, he thought it'd just be there. So he's nah, no good. So he's pulled up to one bloke, and he said, Oh, yeah, just turn up there, uh, take your second left, and it's just there. Drives, does follows the instructions perfectly, nah, not there. So finds another lady, and she's like, Just, oh, no, no, that bloke didn't know what he was talking about. You've got to go back where you were, go around that roundabout, and then. Go up on that top on the right. You'll see it. it's just right there. RSL, Rudy Hill RSL. Anyway, drives up, not there either. Like, oh, this is fucking invisible. This joint. Find this other bloke, and he's looks a little bit of a he's a bit of a nuffy. Walks yep. up, drives up, pulls the window down. Hey, mate, can you help me out? And he like waddles over. He goes, "How do you get to the Rudy Hill RSL?" And he looks around. He goes, "My brother takes me." <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's oh. it. <laughs> oh, must be a delay in the mic. <laughs> I don't even know that's right. I've heard that joke and I'm just like, well, oh, throwing it together. Yeah, I, was, I stopped listening. 
Nah, that was a good joke. If anyone from in Rudy Hill, is it Rudy Hill? Rudy Ru- Hill, fuck, I don't know about it. I don't know. I got told that place, and I thought it would, it's not going to work. I'm like, I probably should just said. Oh, like, you could have moved it. You could have said Bandura. There's no RSL in Bandura. Yeah, well, I've got a joke. All right, here we go. Okay, so um, this little little Miller is at Grandpa's house. Grandpa's out the back smoking a big cigar. He goes, oh, Granddad, can I have a try? And he goes, can, can your penis touch your butthole? And he's like, no. He goes, then no. Anyway, that later that night, Dad's sitting there. I mean, Granddad's sitting there drinking a big Asahi Big Daddy can, two standard drinks. And he goes, oh, Granddad, can I have a try of that great Japanese beer? And he goes, can your penis touch your bum hole? It sounds weird when I say that now. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, nah, I can't. He goes, that, um, come back to me when it can. Anyway, grandma's in there cook, um, making cookies. And he comes in and goes, oh, granddad comes in. Oh, cookies, can I have some? And little Miller goes, hey, granddad, can your penis touch your butthole? And he goes, yeah, it can. He goes, well, go fuck yourself. These cookies are for me. <laughs> And that's a wrap.